Hey, hey, Reverend JJ, back here at the Lotus Lounge, delving deep into the mud, exposing the darkness, shining the light bright. So it is Saturday, November 26th, 2022, a couple days after Thanksgiving, I went with my boys to get Cracker Barrel. It's what we do every year. We've been doing it for many years. Uh, We just go through the pickup line and grabbed our dinners that came with pumpkin pie. It was so yummy. And we ended up watching the soccer World Cup game that was on. Ironically, usually we watch the Detroit Lions football game because the Lions are one of my favorite teams. I have liked them since I was 17 and they had Barry Sanders. But we did not end up even watching the football game. It was kind of funny. But, you know, turkey tradition, Thanksgiving tradition, I guess, whatever. I'm not really into celebrating these holidays much anymore. But um, we had a really nice time. And it was uh, Brazil and I believe Serbia, but I'm not exactly sure. But um, so that was our Thanksgiving and it was very quiet. Um, just the three of us and um, calm, peaceful, no drama. So I didn't have to work. Um, none of us did, but they both ended up working um, yesterday. And so both my kids had to work on Friday the day after Thanksgiving. My one son was a little annoyed because he had put in a request for uh, time off and it wasn't approved. (laughs) And where he works, they told him that they usually don't approve time off around the holidays. And I'm like, so you basically can't request time off during the holiday season? I don't know. But, um, so that was our Thanksgiving and, uh, Saturday, I'm just relaxing here and taking it easy. Uh, it's been quite challenging with some sessions and showing up and exerting all the energy with my clients has been challenging but I'm maintaining balance and I'm resting this weekend. As I've said before, the importance of making sure that you are taking care of yourself so that way we don't pour from an empty cup. So I don't really know where I want to go with this episode today. But... probably continue to expose the lies, lies, lies that have been told to us for many years. So I mentioned not really wanting to um, celebrate any of these holidays 
and I believe I did an episode on Christmas, but like there was a Disney movie or something with Disney that recently just came out like yesterday, the day before. Like, I don't know if it was like a, um, like a Disney show or if it was a movie, I'm not really clear, but it was a bunch of people talking about a post that like, like what people posted what they saw on the TV and it said, um, we love you, Satan, S-A-T-A-N. And it was supposed to say Santa. And it's not an accident. It's like right in your face and people still can't seem to see it. So I'm going to continue to share the deceit that has been created. But, you know, all these religions and churches and... Christians, quote unquote, that are pushing and encouraging and celebrating Christmas and Easter, as I've discussed before. Also, um, Easter has to do with um, Esther, and it's a like sex god or something. I have a whole episode on it. You can go back um, and scroll. It'll be like around the time that we normally have. Easter, whatever. These are pagan holidays. They have been twisted and you are celebrating Satan. And it's a really difficult thing for people to accept the fact that they've been lied to. I've also had to go through it myself. There's so much deceit, lies, propaganda, and we're just being sold all these lies. So we have to wake up. I have really no interest in celebrating any of these holidays. And I find it ironic too, because I know like Jehovah's Witnesses, um, that's very common. Um, that's like mainly a lot of what they're known for is that they uh, do not celebrate the holidays. I remember a, <clears throat> sorry, I remember a young lady that I had gone to school with. Like, I remember where she lived. It was across the street from um, my old, like, best friend, whatever. And um, everybody used to make fun of her. And now I'm like kind of realizing like they were somewhat right, even though Jehovah's Witnesses are still um, practicing some Satan worship. It's still happening. So all of these religions, all these churches, most of them are. So I'm just kind of going off on a bit of a rampage here, or a rant, but it's frustrating sometimes. There's too much to wrap our brains around and our minds around. This is why it's been like a slow trickle. But still lots of stuff happening in the world around. Lots of things going on. Imagining there's still going to be some big changes happening here. 
going to go ahead and talk a little bit more about some of the toxins and horrible ingredients that as consumers we are all ingesting. So they said saturated fat clogs your arteries. Cholesterol causes heart disease. The sun will give you skin cancer. A vegan diet is healthy and testosterone is toxic. But the truth is, they lied. Saturated fat is an essential hormone precursor. Cholesterol is essential in producing sex hormones. Vitamin D is an essential nutrient needed for health. You cannot get vitamin D3, K2, and B12 on a vegan diet. Testosterone is needed for libido, motivation, and fertility. Sorry. Mucusy. It's been pretty constant for a couple of years now. But they also said that soy is a health food. Fluoride is good for your teeth. Raw milk will make you sick. Glyphosate is not harmful. And fake meat is better than real meat. And the truth is, they lied. Soy impairs the immune system. Fluoride causes DNA damage and lowers your IQ. Raw milk is a superfood loaded with fat-soluble vitamins. Glyphosate has been linked to various cancers. And fake meat is heavily processed and nutritionally void. They said eating fat will make you fat. Vegetable seed oils are heart healthy. Plant protein is the same as animal protein. Red meat is unhealthy. Mental health has nothing to do with your diet. But the truth is, they lied. Dietary fat is needed for optimal hormone production. Vegetable seed oils are high in omega-6, which promote inflammation and obesity. Animal protein is more bioavailable than plant protein. Red meat is a great source of minerals and fat-soluble vitamins. And mental health is largely connected to your gut health. Raw milk. What people think it might give them bad bacteria, disease, some protein, unhealthy fats. What raw milk will actually give you is good bacteria, live enzymes, probiotics, 
bioavailable whey protein, healthy fats, vitamin A, D3, E, and K2, B2, B5, B12, calcium, iodine, phosphorus, magnesium, and potassium. Salt, what you might think it does, causes hypertension, heart disease, and stroke. But what it actually does, and this is primarily pink Himalayan salt, there's a difference between iodized salt, but pink Himalayan salt has electrolytes, prevents muscle cramps, supports the nervous system, improves sleep, it boosts energy, improves your mood, hydration, supports vascular health, promotes healthy pH in your cells, regulates blood sugar, it boosts endurance, and maintains fluid balance. During the Roman Empire, salt was worth its weight in gold. Soldiers were paid with salt. It's where their salary was derived from. The Romans not only saw it as an effective tool to preserve food, but also understood salt to be a fundamental part of our physiology. Salts such as pink salt and sea salt can contain up to 85 minerals. Avoid processed salt and insulin resistance and your body will thrive consuming salt. Seed oils were originally invented to be a machine lubricant and biodiesel. Seed oils have been attributed to greater risk of obesity, chronic inflammation, and heart disease. There is some evidence that they can stay in your body for up to eight years. Saturated fat, what people think it might do, clogs our arteries and causes heart attack. But what it actually does is it fuels the brain. It helps hair be healthy, skin be healthy. It's fat soluble, strengthens immunity, produces bile. It's satiating, it boosts one's mood, it boosts testosterone, progesterone. It assists with calcium absorption and benefits the gut and bone health. If we aren't eating right, then we're not thinking right. There's a connection between our digestive tract, the natural bacteria levels, and the central nervous system. 
This is the gut-brain connection. 90% of our serotonin, the happy feel-good neurotransmitter chemical in the brain, is created through the gut. Poor diet can be entirely responsible for depression, anxiety, and other mental health issues. This is the primary reason why it's imperative to eat healthy. Avoid processed, corporate, food-like products which are genetically modified and designed to keep us in a lower frequency. So they're trying to keep us in the 3D so that way we don't rise, elevate. So I've got more. Cenemix. I've talked about Cenemix before on other episodes, but it is fetal cells from aborted babies that provide flavor in food. So products that contain human fetal tissue cells include vaccines and medicines So the MMR2, MMR plus chicken pox, chicken pox, polio, DTAP, and then HIV, hepatitis A, Merck, hepatitis A, Glaxo, Hepatitis A and B, Glaxo, the shingles vaccine made by Merck, rabies has human fetal aborted tissue cells in it. Bioserum Lumiere Bio Restorative Skin Cream, Journey Bio Gel, Pre Vedem, Vederm. So, skin products. There was a whole thing that, um, what was that? On Steve Harvey had somebody on. I don't know if it was, I know Sandra Bullock talked about this at one point. Um, I don't remember who it was though. Somebody was on, I believe it was like Steve Harvey and was doing a demonstration. I mean, it could have been um, Halle Berry, but they were talking about how they were using the blood of um, children and even like circumcised skin from babies um, that they were like using it so that would be like the tissue cells they were using it for um, facials so like they were using like the blood and um, the circumcision 
skin also to like help keep them looking youthful. So other products that are containing human fetal tissue cells, Cadbury, Kraft, Trident, so Bubblegum, Blackjack, Bubbaloo, Bubblicious, Chiclets, Clarets, Dentine, Freshen Up Gum, Sour Cherry Gum, Sour Apple Gum, Stride, and Trident, Cadbury, Adams LLC Candies, Sour Cherry Blasters, Fruit Mania, Bassett's Licorice, Maynard's Wine Gum, Swedish Fish, Swedish Berries, Juicy Squirts, Original Gummies, Fuzzy Peach, Sour Chillers, Sour Patch Kids, Mini Fruit Gums, Certs and Halls, also made by Cadbury Adams LLC. More products containing human fetal tissue cells, Pepsi, Nestle, all soft drinks, Pepsi, all drinks, Sierra Mist, all drinks, Mountain Dew, Mug Root Beer, drinks, No Fear, drinks, Ocean Spray, Seattle's Best Coffee, all drinks, Tazo, T-A-Z-O. I think I had a tea that was made by them. All brands of energy drink, Aquafina water, Aquafina water, Saborizas, Double Shot, Frappuccino, Lipton Tea, Propel, Sobe, Gatorade, Tropicana, Party Miranda. I don't know what that drink is. (laughs) All products from Nestle, including coffee creamers, instant soups, Maggie bouillon cubes, ketchup, sauces, instant noodle soup. So they are using Seminex. And this is from the FDA. Quote, this is a quote from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Because of the extremely small amounts to use, the HEK293, which is the aborted fetal cells, do not have to be disclosed to the consumer. From Dr. Michael Eisen, scientific advisor to Impossible Foods. In order to provide tasty alternatives to animal meat made from plants, you need lots of heme or hemi, H-E-M-E. And to get hemi, you need genetic engineering. So it's genetically modified, likely with 
aborted fetal cells. And that's from the guy that was an advisor for Impossible Foods. So it's genetically modified food, bioengineered. I've said before and I'll say it again, don't eat the fucking fake meat. So, also, let's talk a little bit more here, here, on fluoride. I think I have something, too, also on antidepressants that I want to talk about. So, fluoride is not an essential nutrient. It's not necessary for tooth development. What is necessary for tooth development is calcium, phosphorus, magnesium, and potassium, as well as vitamins A, D, E, and K. Too much fluoride can potentially decrease one's IQ. It is a neurotoxin and it affects the thyroid and the pineal gland. It's also associated with bone fractures and possible association with bone cancer. Fluorosis is another issue. Something else we've been lied to about As fluoride can pass both the placental barrier and the blood-brain barrier, it reaches the fetal brain. And that's from an article published in 2019, December 19th, Developmental Fluoride Neurotoxicity, and it's an updated review. So if the mother is pregnant and is exposed to fluoride, which can be in many forms, right? Then it already is going to go through the placenta to the baby. When water fluoridation was first introduced in the middle of the 20th century, The U.S. health authorities estimated that less than 10% of children in fluoridated communities would develop dental fluorosis and only in its mildest forms. Subsequent epidemiological studies have demonstrated prevalence and severity of fluorosis much higher than predicted. Increased occurrence of dental fluorosis has also been recorded in fluoridated areas in the United Kingdom. Approximately 75 to 90% of ingested fluoride is absorbed and readily distributed throughout the body with approximately 99% of retained fluoride being 
bound in calcium-rich tissues such as bone and teeth, as well as calcified parts of the pineal gland. Fluoride also crosses the placenta and reaches the fetus and the amniotic fluid. The fluoride concentration in breast milk is low, generally less than one-tenth of a milligram. And formula can therefore contribute much higher intakes, especially when prepared with high fluoride water. Children and infants retain higher proportions of absorbed fluoride compared to adults about 80 to 90 percent as compared to 50 to 60 percent in adults in the low dose studies five percent what was 0.5 was sufficient to induce lipid peroxidation and result in biochemical changes in brain cells. So these are inflammatory reactions in the brain cells. These concentrations are similar to the upper ranges of serum fluoride levels reported in the general population. In addition, fluoride can negatively affect brain development in rats at levels below those that cause dental lesions. Cognitive impairment in elderly subjects from a waterborne fluorosis area was found to be more common than in less exposed controls. Dementia diagnosis in North Carolina was more common at higher water fluoride concentration and similar findings for fluoride and aluminum have recently been reported from Scotland. Excess occurrences of neurological symptoms such as headaches, insomnia, and lethargy have also been recorded in both adults and children from waterborne fluorosis areas. So high levels of fluoride in the water. Among possible mechanisms of developmental neurotoxicity is toxicity to the thyroid gland a mechanism relevant in regard to several neurotoxicants. Thus, the NRC concluded that fluoride is an endocrine disruptor that can affect thyroid function at intake levels as low as 0.01, so one-tenth to 0.03, milligrams in individuals with iodine deficiency. Given the large number of studies showing cognitive deficits associated with elevated fluoride exposure under different settings, 
the general tendency of fluoride-associated neurotoxicity in children seems robust. A further concern is that formula may have contributed substantial fluoride exposure. And it is therefore interesting that breastfeeding and thus avoidance of formula in the fluoridated areas contributed an advantage that averaged 6.2 IQ points at age 7 to 13 years, while the advantage was less, 4.3, in the non-fluoridated areas. There is little doubt that developmental neurotoxicity is a serious risk associated with elevated fluoride exposure, whether due to community water fluoridation, natural fluoride release from the soil minerals, or tea consumption, especially when the exposure occurs during early development. The fluoride exposure indicators during first and second trimesters were associated with significantly lower scores on the Bailey Mental Development Index score after adjustment. So some interesting info regarding but the thing is, is we've all been programmed we've all been brainwashed we've all been lied to This is a consorted effort to keep us in a lower vibration. We have to begin to understand that everything we've been taught has not been true. So we have to unravel this programming. So before I delve a little bit deeper into this subconscious programming that has happened here, I'm just going to talk about... um, issues here. Sorry. Um, So antidepressants that are being prescribed more frequently. So between November and December, there's a study that was done that more people take antidepressants in November and December. And 
we have seasonal affective disorder, SAD, sad. (laughs) So like literally people get sad, but it's not that you need an antidepressant. It's that you are deficient in sunlight. So seasonal variation in antidepressant prescribing. This is a year on year analysis for England. And what they found was the highest prescribing occurs in November and December with agents having highest seasonality and also showing the most growth. So the conclusion of this study is that it confirmed seasonal variation in antidepressant prescribing with a peak in November and December. Growth in the antidepressant prescribing year on year was related to seasonality and requires further scrutiny in terms of understanding the factors that underlie the seasonal variation that's being seen. So why are there more antidepressants being prescribed in November and December? (laughs) There's also a comparison between exercise and pharmacologic treatment of depression in the clinical practice guideline of the American College of Physicians evidence-based. So the study shows that exercise is as effective as antidepressants. Based on the reassessment comparing exercise to antidepressants reported that exercise and antidepressants were equally effective. Major depression disorder is most commonly treated with antidepressants. However, due to the side effects, clinicians seek non-pharmacologic option, and one of these is exercise. The literature on the benefits of exercise for depression is extensive. Nevertheless, two recent reviews focusing on antidepressants versus other therapies as a basis for clinical practice guidelines recommended mainly antidepressants, excluding exercise as a viable choice for treatment of depression. The aim of this perspective is to analyze the literature exploring the reasons for this discrepancy. Two categories of publications were examined, a randomized controlled trial and a meta-analysis or systemic reviews. And that was the conclusion that was found that you get the same effect of an antidepressant by engaging in exercise.
the system that gives antidepressants to children should be questioned. Children need fresh air, attention, time, music, creativity, and love, not drugs. We don't need to be prescribing antidepressants to children. And I've said before, I mean, honestly, I don't think anybody has to take antidepressants because, you know, there's alternative means, as I've discussed on here, quite at length. But we need community. We need nourishment of our mind and body. We need nurturance. We need discipline. We need consistency. We need to use what God has given us, herbs, plants, teas, the sun, the ocean. We can heal ourselves. We don't need to be dependent on Big Pharma. So I want to talk about this programming that's happened. So since the age of zero, which I've said before, but the last trimester in pregnancy, so the last three months of pregnancy, so not just at birth, but also since that time while you're still in your mother's womb till the age of 12, our minds are open to programming. The way we are treated, the words we hear, what we watch, the way our parents and loved ones behave, all programs our mind and our behavior. After the age of 11 or 12, we then begin to live inside of that unconscious programming as if we are a video game character inside of a video game. We act in ways that are unconscious because of this programming. It determines how we view ourselves, our self-talk, and what we believe is possible. It's possible to deprogram shift your programming with more self-awareness. You can see through the programming that you received as a child and change it. Recognizing and changing your programming is self-observation and self-awareness. Meditation and the action of watching your thoughts, observing your emotional responses and your inner self-talk are absolutely necessary in this process. It took 12 years to receive the programming, so be patient with yourself and go as slowly as you need to reprogramming your mind. Treat yourself how you wish your parents treated you as a child. 
This is inner child's work. Mirror work can be powerful to reprogram your mental framework. Look at yourself in the mirror every day and say, I am safe, I am loved, I am good, I release all shame and guilt now. I love myself for who I am unconditionally. With my clients, sometimes I do a similar exercise and I tell them to look at themselves in the mirror and to tell themselves that um, I love my body and I am safe in my body. I love my body and I am safe in my body. Allow yourself to be present with yourself. This is where we have to learn to have a relationship with ourself. And this is why we say the most important relationship you have is the one that you have with yourself. And as you connect with yourself, then you are in turn connecting to spirit. God eternal within the body. God is within the vessel. You are the third temple. You are in charge of the programming in your mind and what you say to yourself in your mind. You are responsible for the reactions within your body. Being able to learn, understand, gain insight, wisdom, awareness as to why we're being triggered and reacting the way that we are. How do you reprogram your subconscious mind? I'm going to give you an example, something that you can use. Right before you're getting ready to fall asleep, you're not quite asleep yet, but we're not really alert. That's when we're in theta, T-H-E-T-A, theta brainwave state. Tell yourself three things that you're grateful for. When you wake up in the morning, right before you fully awaken, and you're kind of groggy, hazy, in that in-between state of sleepy and alert. We're then again in theta, brainwave state. And tell yourself three positive affirmations. And do this every day for 30 days. And you can deprogram your subconscious mind. We do it through theta, because that's the hypnosis state. And I've said this before too, because when you're um, born, and as I said before, last trimester, so from the last trimester up until the age of seven, we're in theta brainwave state. You're in that hypnotic state, um, tapping into your imagination and things like that. Um, So it's the same thing. So that's how we are programmed. So identify the pattern that you want to change. So that's our awareness to self. Identify the underlying beliefs that are driving that pattern. Disidentify from and call out the limiting beliefs. 
Replace the limiting belief with a new, more favorable belief. Practice the new thoughts in alignment with your new belief. Feel your affirmation and embody a new version of yourself. Be aware and catch old beliefs and continuously refocus on your new belief system. Build a new self-concept through consistent and constant repetition. So the subconscious mind and the subconscious programming. I myself consider myself to be a deprogrammer. So I'm going to end with the Akashic field. The Akashic field is also known as the luminiferous ether, the zero point field, the quantum vacuum, and the Dirac sea consists of a subtle sea of fluctuating energies from which all things arise atoms and galaxies, stars and planets, living beings, and even consciousness. This field can be thought of as the eternal mind of God or source consciousness. Like a supercomputer, it stores all the information that has ever been and will ever be created since the beginning of time. It is the constant and enduring memory of the universe. The Akashic records are akin to the DNA of the universe and our own DNA functions as the carrier and transmitter of our soul's Akashic data. How is it accessed? You already are tapping into it. Those seemingly random thoughts, ideas, intuitive hits and urges you feel that come up from the universal thought and emotion. Nothing is random and everything is connected and intentional. Your higher self communicates through these subtle feelings and perceptions that emanate from the zero point field. Akasha is the subtle background against which everything in the material universe becomes perceptible. Upon your incarnation to this physical reality, your potentiality has already been encoded in the field. It's up to you to activate it by aligning with your soul's frequency. Reality is a consciousness hologram and the Akashic records are the matrix of consciousness programs that create our reality within the hologram. The higher dimensional aspect 
of our soul is in contact with it. Be your creator. So we're tearing down the matrix. We're activating the 12 strand DNA, the fully activated human. 12 dimensional fields of awareness is being activated. The 12 strand DNA potential alive for the entire human race and represent the advancement of human evolution. The 12 strand DNA. They hold the dormant DNA strands seven to 12 in order to have the template of the divine human intact through the cycles of evolution. Even though these DNA strands are dormant, it keeps the potential of the divine human's true spiritual, spiritual inheritance as a 12-strand DNA avatar possible. Each strand of the DNA, when activated, correlates to the dimensional field of awareness available to the soul when incarnated in the human physical body. A Christos avatar is a term used to describe a 12-dimensional, simultaneously conscious being, the highest expression of consciousness of the original human divine blueprint. This is the state of being of a true Christ consciousness, 12 DNA strands, or silicate matrix. We all have an avatar Christos future self and we can call upon the aspect of our identity for support in our personal ascension. This embodied Christos is the triad form, is the triad form in the levels of our 10, 11, 12 dimensional mind matrix. This is also known as the universal level of consciousness. To communicate with the avatar Christ frequency on earth, we must build our 12D shield and absorb the 12D ray into our light body through the 12 tree grid. When we develop our avatar Christos embodiment, the next stage is Hyros Gamos which joins the inner Christos Sophia in sacred marriage with the eternal God source. All right, I only got five more minutes. It only allows me for 60 minutes, so I might have to wrap this up. In 
let me just go here. So the fifth harmonic universe, there's no dimensionalization into matter forms. Therefore, there's no planetary fi planetary body or human forms in the fifth density. So 5D, as the consciousness does not manifest into matter, this area is called pre-matter. The three primal light and sound fields hold the ray expressions of Mother Ark, Father Ark, and Golden Ray Son of Christos, the trinity of the Godhead, from which all biological forms are created in all of the harmonic universes. So in the fifth harmonic universe, in 13D, 14D, 15D, exists the three layers of the Rishi matrix or threefold founder flame or GSF flame. These stations of identity make up the entire Rishi matrix. So let's tear down this matrix. And we are shifting. So that's what I have for you today. I've only got a couple more minutes. think there's anything else. I still have all this information here on Scientology that I haven't really talked about yet. But um, I think that's good for today. I hope everybody enjoys their family during this holiday time. I'm going to continue to encourage those of you to not really celebrate these holidays. But there's nothing wrong with spending time with loved ones and being around those of you that have ones around you. Cherish the time that you do have. So check me out on my website, jjlotustherapy.com. Lots of things are happening behind the scenes. Still looking forward to several more events that are going to occur. Stay grounded, stay hydrated, take care of your vessel because you are the third temple. I am the Lotus. I come from the mud, shining bright the light into the darkness. Namaste.